1290 and News 95.7 WHIO is proud to bring you the Rick Chamberlain Show, presented by Bud Light, live from Milano's Pizza, Subs, and Taps, creating delicious memories since 1969 on Brown Street near the University of Dayton campus. The Rick Chamberlain Show is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for authentic Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. And by University of Dayton Athletics, combining student-athletes and fans of championship caliber. Now, here's the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin, and University of Dayton football coach, Rick Chamberlain. And good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Milano's here on Brown Street. Uh, a great place to be any given day for a great meal, something to drink, uh, watch some games on TV, and also a great place to be on a Monday night for the Rick Chamberlain Show. We'll talk a little Dayton football for the next hour until 8 o'clock with the head coach of the Dayton Flyers, Rick Chamberlain, Dayton dropping to 2-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in the PFL. The loss on the road this past Saturday at uh, Marist, uh, 28-17. Home game coming up on uh, this Saturday against Valparaiso. We'll be talking about that coming up. Also, we have two student-athletes with us that we'll be learning more about, uh, including uh, wide receiver Kyle Butts and also flyer back Andrew Luchens. But, Coach, uh, a disappointing loss on the road at Marist. And you said uh, after the game we talked right away, and you said – in contrast to the previous losses in which you kind of felt that you made mistakes which cost you to lose the game, not that you played mistake-free on Saturday, but you said you got beat. We got beat. Uh, Maris, we said going in, has some of the best talent in the PFL, and uh, they showed it on Saturday. And they just made plays when we didn't. And uh, I thought that their, their intensity – uh, their execution was really sharp. Uh, you could feel the energy coming from their sideline and when their players were out on the field there. Uh, I really felt like that uh, they had amped it up a little more than we were. And you added that to their, their playmaking ability, and that's why they came out on top. Giving us some insight into the psyche of a football team, there's nothing that feels good about losing a game. But what's the difference between – a situation where you feel like, oh, we shot ourselves in the foot versus, oh, someone hit us in the mouth mm -hmm. and they beat us. It, it is. There's a big difference because when you lose a game because you uh, fumbled the ball or you were not in the right coverage or you missed a tackle, you feel like, okay, we can, we can overcome those things. All we have to do is be a little more focused and, and on top of what we're trying to accomplish. When you get beat by a team just by them being better execution and maybe being more physical than you, whew, that takes it out of you. And, and that's why that ride back home Saturday night was a tough one. That was a tough one because uh, you just felt like that we just didn't play up to par that we could have to match that intensity that they were playing with. You mentioned that uh, you know basically you got out executed. Uh, you know they just they just flat out played well, mm -hmm. and, I, and I thought that that was evident uh, right from the get go. You fall behind fourteen nothing, but there again, that's not unusual. Happened at home against Davidson, and you did get back to the lead. But even so, even when you got to the lead in the third quarter, up seventeen fourteen, did you feel like you really had gotten over a hump? No. I, I really didn't. I, I always felt like, Larry, and mentioned this to you after the game, was that just kind of on our heels, really back on our heels, and just kind of on edge that, boy, we're really rolling now. Things are, are, are flowing. We're in good rhythm offensively, defensively. We're, we've got them uh, controlled right now. I never felt that even after taking the 17-14 lead with a lot of time left in the second half, Aaron. And sure enough, the, the kickoff after that touchdown, they take it back uh, past midfield. And, boy, right now, again, we're back on our heels. Then came the back-breaking score, the 56-yard touchdown pass uh, to Justin Christian, who was a – I mean, he was a threat and a worry the entire game. Was that almost inevitable? It was just a matter of time? It was a matter of time because uh, they're going to – 
give a shot to him three or four times. And, and we were able to, prior to that, to keep him at bay and not letting him get away from us. And, and I thought really the play before that set that up, a third and long situation, and like I'd said earlier, they made the plays. They made a great pass down the middle of the field. We had two defenders right there, Burko and, and Lice or Simon, and he still caught it, and that put him right at midfield, which got him close enough to throw the bomb to Christian. And um, when you have a senior that's been an all-league performer for three years going against a freshman who's playing in his fifth game of his college career, that's a little mismatch there. Yeah, I mean, uh, beyond that, I mean, a senior, the all-time leading receiver in Maris history in terms of yardage and touchdowns and what have you, uh, yeah, a special player. And there again, it was just a matter of time before he made a special play. We're going to talk to uh, a couple of individuals who are a big part of the game on Saturday, big part of the state and football team, not just on Saturdays, but day after day after day after day. And uh, first time uh, appearance on the on the Rick Chamberlain show. So um, we're going to get the, a, a feel for these guys. Uh, and let's start with uh, we'll start to, to my left. You can't see we're on radio, of course. Uh, but Andrew Luchens, a redshirt sophomore, yes, correct? Sir. Yes, sir. Out of uh, Brentwood, Tennessee. Yes, sir. And you are a flyer back, uh, which is that hybrid position, linebacker safety. Tell us about your high school background. What brought you to the University of Dayton? Um, so I'm from Brentwood, like you said, just south of Nashville. I'm about 10 minutes south. I went to Ravenwood High School. And um, really what brought me to Dayton is I did a few one-day camps. Um, I did one over at Miami, and I think um, one of the coaches saw me there. Um, sent me something over Twitter. I kind of, you know, kept it reserved. I didn't know if I was going to play college football or not. So um, later on, I luckily enough, win the championship senior year. Um, I decided I do want to play college football. Dayton has kept with the contact, and um, I come up for a visit. I meet the guys. I realize everyone's just like me, and, and this is the place I want to be. So it's kind of, kind of my path. All right, good to have you here, as as it is for a wide receiver and punt returner. Kyle Butts, and it was a short trip for you to come to the University of Dayton out of uh, Moeller High School in Cincinnati. Tell us about your background. What brought you to UD? Yeah, so like you said, I'm from Cincinnati, went to Moeller. Um, was really looking to play baseball in college, um, and then that time kind of came and passed. Um, senior year didn't go the way I w- wish it would have. Um, team didn't do as well as we were hoping to. So it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, Coach Fox came to uh, Moeller one day. Um, fell in love with him right away, uh, got me up to school. Um, as you, most people know, um, the University of Dayton and Moeller are both Marianist institutions, um, so very much like Moeller, um, and I love Moeller. So it was just a perfect fit, and as soon as I got here, um, it felt like home. So Coach Fox recruited you a uh, little intense? Uh, yeah, he, he's something to take in <laughs> the first time you meet him. Now, you, you, know, you uh, Andrew Lucians, I, I don't know if Coach Fox was recruited you. He did, yep. he did. He oh did my, as well. He got both you guys, <laughs> yes, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. how different – you don't have to deal with Coach Fox now. He recruited you, Kyle, but he's on the other side of the ball. you got to deal with Coach Fox, Andrew. Yes, sir. Compare Coach Fox, the recruiter, your relationship to <laughs> Coach Fox, your defensive coordinator, coach now relationship. I, I think um, – I mean, you just don't get to see the everyday side of him. I mean, you don't get to practice with him. So, I mean, you kind of see what he wants you to see in terms. But um, I think you could still tell from getting recruited by him his passion and his knowledge for the game. And I think that was a big plus for me was you got a guy who cares and you know whatever he's asking you to do, he would do himself if he could. And um, I thought I could really feel that even though it was, you know, you're just taking a recruiting trip for a few hours. I mean, you can feel the dedication, the intensity he puts into his work, and, I mean, that hooked me right away. So, Coach Chamberlain, when, when, you, got, when you look at guys, mm-hmm. um, do you look to see if someone wants to be coached? Oh, most definitely. Uh, are they coachable? Uh, that's part of our criteria. Even uh, That's part of our evaluation of our players when they're here and we're talking to them is how coachable are you? How, much, uh, how willing are you to take in? Um, criticism and how, how do you respond to it there and, and correction to what you're doing uh, can they show us that they're willing to do those things that, that's very big for us there and, uh, and both these young men we could tell when they were visiting that they were very open, they're willing they're wanting to be better 
That's part of that coachability, Larry, is that they want to be better. That's why they want that advice from their coaches and that correction from the coaches there. But uh, uh, that makes coaching fun is when you have coachable people. You know, the Flyers are going to be getting coached up this week because uh, they are looking to bounce back and hosting Valparaiso on Saturday. We'll be talking about that game coming up, more about the loss on the road at Marist, and a lot more about our two student-athletes with us, Andrew Luchens and Kyle Butts. That's all coming up as we continue the Rick Chamberlain Show. It's live from Milano's here on Brown Street. Rick Chamberlain Show, live from Alano's on Brown Street, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know, the top stories we're following this hour. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is promising a vote on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh by the end of the week. Republican Mike DeWine and Democrat Richard Corjay will go at it again tonight for the second gubernatorial debate. And two people are in jail accused of duct taping a 60-year-old woman and stealing from her home. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's Top Stories. I'm Christina Casal, WHIO Continuing News. Hear ye, hear ye. I bringeth thee a message from... <clears throat> a message from the king and his new trumpeteer, Stephen. The king wishes me to convey his favor to thine team and thine tailgate. Not yet. He invites thee to let the bot light flow forth. And he also wishes me to tell thee that he toasts thee. Waiteth until the end, Stephen. With game day's favorite light logger and the slogan of his kingdom... Oh, dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly by Light Beer, AB, St. Louis, Missouri. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health taking care to a higher level. Maytag and Logan Master Appliance will help you stand up to messes with a Maytag brand kitchen suite that's engineered to resist fingerprints. So stainless steel keeps looking stainless. The easy to clean fingerprint resistant stainless steel finish keeps your kitchen looking as good on the outside as it works on the inside. See store for full details and qualified models. Logan Master Appliance. When service matters, call the masters. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Clouds will increase tonight, a warm night. Temperatures down to 67 as we roll into October. Another warm day tomorrow, up to 80. But pack the umbrella with a chance for some scattered storms in the afternoon. I'm Chief Meteorologist here, Rick Elwell, on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 at News 95.7 WHIO. The Rick Chamberlain Show, live from Milano's Atlantic City Subs on Brown Street. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Here's Larry Hanskin. Yeah, that's me. Uh, and, and good evening, everyone. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us here on the Rick Chamberlain Show. Uh, nice crowd here at Milano's on Brown Street. A great place to come. You know what? Uh, game coming up on Saturday, 1 o'clock, Welcome Stadium. Head on out, catch the game. Great place to come after the game. I know uh, you'll probably, chances are you come out and watch the game, you'll run into some of the players who you saw uh, performing against Valparaiso, though a lot, a lot of them and their families come here to Milano's. A, yeah. a great place to get something to eat each and every day, each and every night, and certainly here on a Monday night for the Rick Chamberlain Show. Dayton dropping a two and three overall, one and one in the uh, Pioneer Football League with a loss at Marist, 28-17. And um, okay, it's it's kind of you know you had to get back to work, mm -hmm. uh, not to the practice field, but back to work. So talk about what what you guys did yesterday getting together as a team, meeting, right. breaking down film, et cetera. What our typical, the way we do it, Larry, coaches are in throughout the day, of course, looking at film, uh, grading their players, uh, looking at, okay, why did we uh, lose? Uh, what can we do better? Uh, we get through all of that, 
and then we meet with the team in the evening. And uh, we meet as groups first, position groups, to watch the film and to just individually talk about at your position what we did well and what we have to do better at. Then we meet as a team, and um, that's my opportunity to talk about the game to those that weren't there. And we have a game summary, which I go over and some of the key points there that we feel we need to have to win. But my, uh, my comment there on Sunday was I didn't feel like that we were as passionate. We weren't as intense. Uh, we didn't want it as much as Maris did. And in the PFL, every week you better have that, whether you're at home or away. And it's something to just make them aware of that, hey, this is how it has to be. And we've got another challenge this coming week with Valparaiso. Uh, yes, we're at home. But that doesn't change anything. It should be the same type of preparation, the same type of attitude going into it. So what we try to do on Sunday is correct the physical mistakes and mental mistakes that we had, and then also just about uh, what kind of, what kind of uh, presence and attitude we had at the game there. So to make sure that we're in a much better place come Saturday. Rick, I've not, I've not been around the program as long as you have, but I've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know that, that, that there is something different about being at the University of Dayton. And one of those things is that um, your, your game is circled. It, it was circled on Marist's schedule. Mm-hmm. It's circled on Valparaiso's schedule. It'll be circled on San Diego's schedule, on Butler's schedule, on Drake's schedule. Uh, I can go right down the road. So, and, and you and I have seen, we've seen those scenes, and they still stick in my craw like I saw on Saturday in Poughkeepsie, the Mm -hmm. joyous celebration. And it was not just, hey, we won a game, but it was a, hey, we beat the Dayton Flyers. And that was very, very palpable. And and I I hope the guys like like Andrew and Kyle, that they see that and they realize that, you know what, when you put on a Dayton uniform, you're just not just an opponent. Correct. And uh, and that's what... When we recruit these guys, that's what we tell them, said, you got to understand uh, the tradition, the history of this football program is such that everybody wants to beat you. Everybody, no matter what their record is, if they can beat the Dayton Flyers during uh, the season, that makes their season. Uh, and I saw exactly what you saw Saturday there. You would have thought they won the PFL championship. Yeah. That was the last game of the year, and they won the PFL championship. And here it was the – only their first win in the PFL, but it was against the Dayton Flyers. So what that means for us is we got a standard to uphold that we're going to get everybody's best shot. Uh, no matter what we see on film, we're going to get their best shot, and we better be ready physically and mentally to take that shot. Two guys with us here tonight uh, I thought were ready to take that shot. In fact, they were delivering blows themselves. And uh, Kyle Butts uh, – uh, outstanding game, leading receiver for the Flyers with five catches. Uh, you had uh, an amazing uh, day punt return, 72 yards that counted, <laughs> not counting the 72-plus yards that you had wiped out on a return. Um, and, and Coach Kelly and I, we, we sing your praises each and every week on the radio, not because of big returns, but your decision-making back there as a punt returner, how have you embraced that role? Yeah, well, first off, I appreciate it. Um, it means a lot to get that support from you guys. Um, it all comes down to coaching. Um, and last year, having Christian to look forward to and set, look, going after his example, um, I mean, he was one of the best. Um, being named the PFL special teams player um, twice, I believe. Um, just someone awesome to look up to. I mean, he helped me a lot. I mean, it just comes down to feeling. Um, you just have that feel. Um, looking to, and it all comes down to blocking as well. Um, I couldn't do it with the guys up front, setting the blocks, uh, and just making, creating those holes for me to see. It, ironic that you mentioned early on that you originally had hoped to be a college baseball player because I have said you've acted like a shortstop mm-hmm. uh, on punt returns, uh, picking up bad hops off the turf and, and you know, saving about a 10-yard to 10 to 15-yard difference in field position. Yeah, there's probably a few of them that I should have let go. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Um, but it just comes, again, like you said, it just comes down to that feeling. Um, 
having confidence in yourself. And, you know, if you have confidence in yourself, there's anything you can do. Andrew Luchin's leading tackler in the game. You had 10, 10 tackles uh, against a, a team that, that I, you know, I, I thought especially in the first half, they may have blocked better than any team I've seen so far this yes. season. I mean, I, I didn't see missed tackles. I saw Dayton Flyers getting, get getting locked up. Yes, sir. Was that, was that, in fact, the case? That was um, going into halftime. I think that was probably, if not the, the biggest point, was, hey, guys, we have their schemes down. We practice well. Um, it's just we had to go out there and do it, and we just simply weren't, weren't getting off blocks and weren't making plays. And um, I think also what Coach Chamberlain said is we didn't come out with the fire. And um, a team like Maris, when you go down 14 and they have the ability to get those one big plays and it's another touchdown, it's – you're not helping yourself out at all, and you're, you're digging yourself a bigger hole when you go down by two scores. And um, I think we need more fire, and we just need to get off box and make plays. And in the first half especially, we did not do that. You are that flyer back position, which we describe as a hybrid between a linebacker and a safety. So I'll ask you, are you a safety playing linebacker, or are you a linebacker playing safety? Uh I think I've always kind of had more of a, a linebacker's um, mentality. I enjoy the games. Uh, Davidson, the option, like that's my football, you know, getting getting in front of people, getting off blocks, staying in the box, um, you know, that's more my mentality. I enjoy the physicality that it brings. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I just kind of do whatever the coaches. If they want me to drop back, I'll drop back. If they want me to guard a guy, man, I'll do whatever. But um, I've probably had that linebacker mentality. That's probably you know, both these guys kind of tried to fall on the, the team sword, if you will, for the, mm -hmm. the loss. And, you know, you win as a team as you lose as mm -hmm. a team. I, I totally get that. But uh, I, I, let's be honest, Rick, these, these guys oh, played well, Sarah. They played well. That's why, Larry, uh, Kyle was our special teams player of the week. We give out weekly awards. And uh, Andrew was our defensive player of the week. Uh, Andrew there had 11 tackles. Uh, two of them behind the line of scrimmage there. And uh, he was in the right places all the time. So he was, he was one of the guys that uh, had an excellent game. And then, of course, Kyle, uh, he put us in good spots uh, with, his, with his kick returning. And, uh, and uh, he could have easily been our offensive player of the week uh, uh, in addition because of what he did for us as a receiver. Well, the Dayton Flyers are back home this week to take on Valparaiso at Welcome Stadium. That is a 1 o'clock game on Saturday. Uh, forecast is for some pretty good weather this weekend, so no excuse for you to not come out. We'll be talking more about the Crusaders as they are trying to turn that program around. We'll take a look at the Dayton team to date, and also we're going to learn more about Andrew Luchens and Kyle Butts, not just as football players, but it's just regular people. That's all coming up as we continue. The Rick Chamberlain Show. We are live at Milano's on Brown Street. The Rick Chamberlain Show, live from Milano's on Brown Street. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. Fox News Radio, I'm Rich Dennison. As the FBI investigates accusations of sexual misconduct against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump continues defending his high court pick, but says he's open to what the agency finds. Certainly, if they find something, I'm going to take that into consideration. Absolutely. I, I have a very open mind. Kavanaugh denies the accusations. President Trump today announcing a new trade agreement with Canada and Mexico designed to replace the North American Free Trade Agreement. Throughout the campaign, I promised to renegotiate NAFTA. And today we have kept that promise. That agreement will need congressional approval. Federal officials are investigating the theft of about 400 guns from a UPS facility. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives reporting two people driving a U-Haul made off of the guns yesterday from the Memphis, Tennessee facility. Fox News, we report, you decide. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin. A new month has arrived, so make this the month that you start sleeping better than ever. Make this the month that you get my pillow. 
MyPillow changed my life over three years ago, helping me fall asleep faster and staying asleep. It's a more efficient sleep that I get. Can't add any hours in the day. But when I do get that opportunity to sleep, I am sleeping better than ever. Well, you can too. Again, make this the month that you get on board MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the buy one, get one free special. Use the promo code WHIO. You buy one, you get one free, so you both get a great night's sleep. You can also call 1-800-320-1481, ask for that same buy one, get one free special, and again, make sure you use the promo code WHIO. MyPillow, machine washable and dryable, 100% made in the USA, stays cool all night, keeps its shape all night long, and you have nothing to lose because every MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. I know you'll love MyPillow. Now, gardening advice from Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber. You know, fall is the perfect time to be planting things in the landscape. And one of my favorite little packages, and I call it a package because it truly is a package, is spring flowering bulbs. They can be tulips, they can be hyacinths, they can be crocus and daffodil, and a whole bunch of other ones. The cool part about planting fall bulbs is you plant them in the ground, they go through winter, and their and their vegetative buds become reproductive buds through a process called vernalization. When this happens, the plant then becomes very reproductive, and when the soil is warm in the spring, they burst with glory, and they are a simply a wonderful thing. Plant some bulbs this fall and enjoy them come spring, because these little packages will bring beautiful blooms to your landscape this has been a garden talk minute listen to mark weber on garden talk saturday mornings from 6 a.m to 9 a.m here on am 1290 and news 95.7 whio people join walk ms to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis ms attacks the brain and spinal cord it's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org. Clouds have begun to arrive. We'll look for clouds to thicken up tonight and during the day Tuesday. We'll drop off to 67 tonight. Scattered storms develop Tuesday afternoon and evening. Greatest threat for severe weather, though, looks to stay just to our north and east. High will be near 80. Scattered storms taper off Tuesday night into Wednesday, a high Wednesday of 83. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. The Rick Chamberlain Show, live from Milano's Atlantic City subs on Brown Street, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Here's Larry Hanskin. And welcome back to Milano's here on Brown Street. Uh, some folks getting ready for Monday Night Football. Some folks enjoying a meal. And some folks out here for the Rick Chamberlain Show. We do this every Monday night, 7 8, talk a little Dayton Flyer football. Joined by, of course, the coach of the Flyers, Rick Chamberlain, as well as uh, two members of this Flyer football team, uh, Richard Sophomore, Flyer back Andrew Luchens and redshirt sophomore wide receiver slash punt returner Kyle Butts and uh, and coach, you know this this I I I don't you know you you know the team better than I do, but uh, I, I had someone ask me before the Maris game up in the press box some folks from the Maris media and they say, well is this Dayton team pretty good and I said I don't know, I know I, I don't know and I said I've seen some good things I've seen some bad things. I said, at this point in time, based upon the body work I've seen, I can't really project an opinion. Exactly. And, and we, sh- like you said, Larry, we show signs of being a very good team. And I've told the team that time and time again, signs. But we haven't been full throttled yet as a good team should be. From the opening whistle, that kickoff, to the very end of just taking command of of games there we haven't done that yet um even from our very first game robert morris there i mean we won that pretty easily but still it wasn't a clean game 
and uh, Davidson. I thought that was a pretty close game after the initial start there offensively and defensively. But to go from the opening kickoff to the very end and just being very efficient and executing on both sides of the ball and, and special teams, that hasn't happened. I think the people are there to do it. I really do. And uh, we got the players. Now it's just the fact of, of putting that together and, and playing the way that I know we can. There's a lot of parallels between the business world and the sports world. And, and, and I think and in both those worlds, the key to success can often be described as developing successful habits and then staying with those, those habits. Do you feel right. like this team is still kind of learning what its habits are going to be? Yes, uh, that's a great way to put it, Larry, is that they're learning what we need to do each and every day of the week from Tuesday through Saturday. And then on game day, why, what do we have to do to, to be uh, a winner, to win the game there and, and, and my role in that uh, team there? Because not everybody's starters, but everybody's important. And uh, we've got to make sure that everybody knows their role and they're playing at their best ability and executing at their best level possible. Because, again, the competition we go against, it, to be successful, that's how you have to approach each and every game. Andrew Luchens, uh, one of the players with us here tonight, uh, your second year starting at the flyer back position. So yes, you've got some football experience under your belt a little yes, bit. Sir. But then you look to your left, you look to your right, you've got some new starters at linebacker. You've got yes, some sir. new starters at corner. Uh, you've got a lot of veterans behind you in the safeties, and you've got some new people in the mix up front as well. Are you starting to see this defensive unit, the way I've described it, with that mix of experience and very raw newcomers, are you starting to see that group come together? Yes, sir. I think, um, you know, in terms of who's out there, I think everyone has an idea of what they need to do. And um, I think it's just kind of coming down to getting it done consistently. Um, you know, Tuesday you could have a good practice, but then Wednesday you come out and you're not so hot on your assignments. Well, that's a lost day of practice. And you know, that shows up on Saturdays. And I think we're still learning defensively that we need to have a day-by-day -day approach and consistently go out with that focus. And that's what eventually leads you to put yourself in a chance to win on Saturday. And um, if you look at the games we've lost, I think we've had days during the week where they may not have been our best day of practice, and you need to have those best days over and over again to really get you ready to win the game on Saturday. And that's a fact. You know, did I, 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 there are good practicing teams, and then there are teams that don't don't practice well. And I was talking to some of the other coaches about that, and and the one thing they said is that you guys value practice. That that it's it's a chance to get better. It's not oh I got to get through this. Mm -hmm. is, are you sensing that as well, Absolutely. Andrew? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I know our coaches. I mean, I don't know about other programs, but they harp on it every week. Hey. Tuesday, best day, Wednesday, best day. There's, you build up constantly up to Saturday. And um, I think we just need to do a better job, you know, coming out day by day, getting it done every day, having your best day the next day. And um, I think we'll be all right. Like you said, we have the talent to do it. I think it's just keeping that focus throughout the whole week. And um, when that happens, I, I think we, we can be a really good team. We just need to harp on it. Coach Chamberlain, does, mm -hmm. does the way this team practiced, does that give you maybe even more optimism than the way they have performed on game oh, days? Most definitely. Um, I, I told the guys, through last week, I thought we had a great practice. Thursday, I told them Thursday night, that was the best Thursday night practice we had for the whole season up to that point. I thought we were clicking on everything, and on special teams, offense, defense, everything was, was right on point there on, on, on assignments and execution and uh, hustle, all those things. That's why it was so surprising, Larry, and, and disappointing on how we performed Saturday because I felt we really built up to it that we were going to have a good game on Saturday. And hats off to, to Maris. I mean, uh, they came out and they hit us in the mouth, and it took us a while, and, and I don't know if we fully recovered to get to that, that victory there.
Also with us tonight, uh, wide receiver and punt returner Kyle Butts, and, and there again on Saturday talking to some of the folks in, in Marist about this Dayton football team. And I was bragging about the receiving core of the Flyers. I said oftentimes on a football team, the receivers get dressed before the game in front of a mirror. Uh, <laughs> they want to make sure their hair looks good, even though they're going to be wearing a helmet. Um, that's not the vibe I get from you guys, yeah. this this group of receivers of which you are a part of, um, I, you, you guys are football players uh, that stick your nose in and do a lot of dirty work. How how has that mindset developed? Yeah, I think it all comes from our coach, Coach Fillmore. Um, he's done a great job coming in and just instilling the mindset that on every play you just need to dominate your opponent, whether that's running a right route, whether that's blocking, and I think that's probably one of the best things that our wide receiver core does right now is our blocking um, and that opens up our run game which in turn opens up our pass game so it all just comes down to being just more physical and having that mindset that we're just going to dominate our opponent you were talking about the, about blocking and right next to you, Andrew is bobbing his head nodding yeah. I'm going to take you back to August then yeah. did you did you just have a flashback uh, to uh, August when Kyle one of blocking, your teammates blocking was his, blocking you this bubble screen yeah Kyle <laughs> me and Kyle go against each other um multiple times there's only a few times during the season where you really go against the first team offense but um during camp um it gets our uh, defensive back specifically and the outside linebackers very well prepared because they don't take a play off. It's, the ball's not coming to their side. Well, they're still going to block you. They're still going to cut you off from your angle. They're still going to get after you. And I think that gets your mindset ready as defensive. Like, hey, these guys are receivers, and you're kind of expecting to be kind of soft. But, man, they bring it every time. And, um, you know, I, I gain respect for them, and it just makes you a better player. But um, for sure, they don't take plays off. And um, it's reassuring when you're not going against them. So. Kyle, there were some changes this year, though, to blocking out on the edge in particular. Um, how has that affected things for you guys? Yeah, they took out the cutting rule, which we didn't do too much of. Um, but it does change the game a little bit, especially for a smaller guy like me going against a kid like Andrew. And, you know, it's easier just to take out his legs than it is to squaring him up and blocking him. But uh, I think it all just comes down to that mindset again where it doesn't matter what we need to do. We're just going to get the job done, whether that's, you know, running them off or blocking them 35 yards down the field. Um, it just comes at being more dominant than they are. I can remember a game, which I can't remember which game it was. It might have been, was it Davidson or it might have been uh, Southeast Missouri with J.P. Forcucci had what may be the ultimate receiver block where he took out three guys. On, on one play. Uh, I think that was Duquesne. Duquesne, oh, Duquesne. It's Duquesne it was, it, it was on Duquesne. their sideline. Duquesne. Um, I mean, I mean, you guys, did you guys kind of rally around that or compare notes about who had the best, who had the best hit? I mean, yeah. Uh, it's always nice when a wide receiver gets a knockdown. Um, you kind of replay that one in film over and over again <laughs> to show everybody else, like, hey, look at me. Um, but as a collective group, I mean, we do a great job just every time not taking a playoff. Um, and just getting after them. Well, Dayton Flyers getting after the Valparaiso Crusaders come Saturday at Welcome Stadium. We're going to be talking about this edition of a ever-improving Valpo team. And also, again, as I promised, we are going to learn more about both Kyle Buss and Andrew Luchens away from football as we continue. It's the Rick Chamberlain Show. We are live at Milano's on Brown Street. Rick Chamberlain Show, live from Alano's on Brown Street, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. Senator Mitch McConnell is promising a full Senate vote on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh by the end of the week. Navistar and United Auto Workers have reached a temporary agreement, and two men are in custody after a home invasion in New Paris. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Christina Casal, WHIO Continuing News. Did you know that in Dayton there is a financial and strategic advisory firm that provides both advice and execution for their clients? It's true, and they're in their second decade of serving the Miami Valley. They are MLA Companies, and you can find out more about them at mlacompanies.com or by calling 937 222 
1-800-273-3622. Make sure to ask about their trademark value implementation process. MLA Companies. Financial wisdom. Transformative action. Trusted advisors. At McAfee, we believe in supporting and reinvesting in our community. Through scholarships, local charities, and even on the sports fields, we're always working with you in mind. Any season, any time, McAfee. We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members, of their families, or their children. Asking them to deploy, patrol, stay on watch, on point. Asking them to put themselves in harm's way, to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to bring them all the way home, to keep them secure, to have their backs for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs do whatever it takes to help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently at no cost for life so that they might stand at ease. Find out how you can help at findwwp.org. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Clouds on the increase tonight. It stays warm down to 67. A lot of clouds tomorrow. Scattered storms around during the afternoon and evening. A high near 80. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Rick Chamberlain Show. Live from Milano's Atlantic City Subs on Brown Street. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Here's Larry Hansgen. Hey, welcome back to Milano's, and welcome back to the Rick Chamberlain Show. The Dayton Flyers are home this week, taking on Valparaiso at 1 o'clock at Welcome Stadium. More about that uh, coming up here in just a bit. But, again, joined tonight by uh, flyer back, redshirt sophomore Andrew Luchens out of Brentwood, Tennessee, as well as redshirt sophomore wide receiver and punt returner uh, Kyle Butts from uh, Moeller High School in Cincinnati. And we've learned about there a lot of football stuff from these guys, but let's find out some other things. And Andrew, we'll start with you. What are you studying at the University of Dayton? I'm, I'm a sports management major. Sports management major with the thought of doing what? Um, I want to get into the college football industry, and um, hopefully, I'd like to coach. Um, you know, sports management does a good job. You get kind of a business aspect on everything. It's just tied to sports, so um, it doesn't really limit you to anything. You can still you know, do front office work, marketing, sales, whatever it is in the sports industry. So um, I'm just really looking to get into college football industry. What's the best class you've taken? The one that, that in, in not necessarily even in your major, the one that said, you go, wow, this was, this was great. Um, one that I was really surprised by was um, I'm taking a class called Sports, sports Ethics with um, Dr. DeMarco. I don't, you probably know Dr. Yep. DeMarco. Yep. Um, <laughs> but he's my teacher, and I think, I mean, I just enjoy it because every day it's something different. We go over, you know, scandals, you know. We go over points where, you know, ethics were in question from coaches, and it kind of just makes you think and puts you in their shoes. What would you do in certain decisions? And, um, I mean, every day is just interesting, and it's new, and it's just keeps you excited. So, And I'm sure he talks just a monotone voice throughout class. That's what – pair that up with Dr. DeMarco's personality, and you, you're – some something's going to happen in class just about every time. So, all right. Without calling out the the instructor, what's the class that you just went? Oh, why? Do, why are they making me take this? Why am I here? Um, I think, I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, I think the worst, the hardest ones are just the ones where it's a topic that's not so interesting. So, I remember freshman year we had a religion class, and you know, it's nothing against religion or anything. It's just not every day is something that you're really eager to learn about, and um, you're kind of going over stuff that happened, you know, however long ago, and it's it is it's tough to to focus sometimes. But um, it wasn't the teacher's fault or anything. It's just more of subject matter that you know makes it a little harder to focus than sports ethics. All so. right, 
So when you're not in a classroom, in a weight room, on a practice field, what's Andrew Luchins do for fun? Um, me and the guys, usually uh, we're, we're big TV show guys. So right now um, we just finished up a TV show and we're starting on Friday Night Lights again. A lot of us have seen it. It's the TV show from 2006. It started and we're watching the first season kind of kind of just gets you excited for football you kind of see the players you know you were once there in high school I know I was and it kind of just brings you back but um you like watching tv um play some xbox not a lot of guys like playing me honestly in the house um, Ooh, uh, yeah, whoa. I'm a big sports uh sports games guy and we don't have a whole lot of challengers in the house so if I'm looking to play xbox usually somewhere else so so who who are who are the uh, the victims of your of your masterful uh, Xbox performances? Um, I've taken wire C returner cook. Um, he, he doesn't live with me, but he comes over and, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, I don't know. He keeps coming back, but I, I don't know if it's, it's I, I feel confident every time, to put it lightly, but um, him, Sean Prophet, uh, I've beaten him. He usually picks the game, too, so it's kind of a bonus because he picks whatever he wants to play me and whatever he thinks he has the best shot. But, I mean, once again, I mean, they're walking home <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> no, no, <it's, laughs> um, but, yeah, that's about it. It's mainly TV. And um, surprisingly, one thing I did notice is um, we always talk about football. And you think that, you know, being around it so much as an athlete, you get sick of it. But it's funny because every day after practice, you'll come home. And as we're making dinner or, you know, sitting around eating dinner, whatever we do, um, we're talking about the practice. We're talking about what's coming up, what we did, what we didn't, what we didn't do. We talk about what some things the coaches said to them that you know struck home and during practice. And it's weird because you don't expect it because you're that's you're talking about football all day with the coaches, and you think you know I, I just want to get away. But after after practice, you know, there's always a time of around 30 minutes where everyone's talking about it. What, what, like, what did we not do right today? Like, how did we do? What do you think's you know, coming up for this week, and um, I think that, that's something that's pretty cool. All right, well, we, I think we know a little bit more about Andrew Luchins now outside of just uh, the football field, and Kyle Butts, uh, what are you studying at the University of Dayton? Uh, I'm also a sports management major with a minor in business administration. Okay, with the thought of doing what? Uh, so I want to go into sales. Um, right now I'm kind of looking into the ticket sales, um, and then the end goal, hopefully getting into medical device sales. Okay, not uh, ticket sales. You don't mean the secondary market where you're going to be standing outside no. of stadiums saying, <laughs> no. who needs two? Who no. needs two? No. Ho hopefully not that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what has been a class that's particularly inspired you at the University of Dayton? Uh, so I'm actually in that ethics class with Dr. DeMarco <laughs> right now as well. Um, and I'd probably have to say that one just because of his energy he brings to the game or to, to the classroom. Um, Treats it like <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, and if if you would know Dr. Demarco, you know he's I do just know, I do know him. Um, but if he's just full of energy, and um, he comes to every single football game, he's standing on the sidelines, yelling at the refs, <laughs> hyping the guys up, um, and he just brings that energy to the classroom, um, and that's what makes it really an enjoyable class. Just the subject matter, but then also just his energy that he brings. So what would the flip side of that coin be? Um, I'd probably have to say counting. Um, my, my, my brother is actually an accountant. He just passed his CPA. Um, and after the class, I called him the first, the first night, and I'm like, how do you do this? Um, <laughs> I, the, the, the professor said some things, and it just went right over my head. Um, and luck, luckily I had him or – accounting might have not have gone as well but uh yeah i would definitely say uh, accounting all right so if you're not in the classroom in the weight room practice field what's kyle butts do for fun uh i like to cook um outside of my house right now we got a grill um we've gone through about two propane tanks just because it's always on um burgers steaks chicken um I actually just made a bacon wrap pork tenderloin the other night um, so yeah i would say cooking I love, love food, and uh, I love to make it and see other people's reactions. All right, what's your signature disc? Oh, man. Um, you want to impress. You want to impress, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would just keep it simple. Um, it's my Friday night traditions on a home game, and that's just a nice steak with some seasoning on it, um, mashed potatoes, corn. 
Um, and then if I'm feeling fancy, I'll make a little gravy on top of it. Okay. Well, <laughs> so if, uh, if, you're, if you're out there looking for uh, someone to get into ticket sales or if you're looking for a gourmand, then you might <laughs> get in touch with uh, Kyle Buss. We're learning a lot more about these guys. And Coach, you, stuff you didn't even wow. know. I didn't. I, I didn't re realize how good a cook Kyle was. I may have to have him come over and show me exactly right. how good of a cook he is. All right, let's talk about Valparaiso. Okay. Crusaders, an, an, an ever-improving team over the last uh, three years under Coach Sakini. Mm -hmm. uh, what's, this, what's this year's version look like? Uh, same team, but even better. I think oh, they've developed a culture now on that football team, a confident culture. Uh, offensively, they're as good as ever. They got a really good wide receivers. Seawald, their their quarterback, he's been uh, up and down because he had shoulder surgery last spring, and so he's really trying to get into the groove. Defensively, that's where I think they've made the biggest improvement this year. Like, we saw him against Duquesne when we were getting ready for Duquesne. So I'm watching Duquesne's offense and Valpo's defense, and I I'm watching them. I'm saying. This is a, a lot more physical team Valpo uh, is having this year than they have in the past. So another big challenge for us coming uh, here in the PFL. All right, Andrew Luchens, what are you going to do to be ready to take another step into the win column on Saturday? I think, um, like I said earlier, the most important part is just taking it day by day, um, play by play, and just being your best that you could be at that moment um, and over and over again. And I think that makes those successful habits that you brought up earlier and um, just keep building. I think we we have the players, we have the confidence when we do things right. I just think it's a matter of doing those things right over and over again to where it's just instilled in second nature. So I think that's the biggest thing is just consistency. And then Saturday, once you have that good week of practice, I mean, now it's time to perform. You know what you're doing. Go out there, play with passion, play with energy. And um, I that's that's the main key. Kyle Buss, what are you going to do to make plays this week? Yeah, I would say just finish, um, whether that's finishing every play in practice, whether that's finishing every drill, um, finishing in the game. I think that's one of the, the weak points in our offense right now is just finishing when we get down to that red zone. Um, so starting in practice through the whole week um, and then into the game and just finishing. Coach, your point of emphasis. Point of emphasis, Larry, is uh, the idea about being ready mentally and emotionally for a tough game. Uh, it's easier to play at home, I know that, but we really got to up our intensity for against Valparaiso. Besides, this is reunion game. This is when we invite back all the alums that have played here, and we've got a number of them coming back, including the 78 team 40 years ago, the first playoff team to ever be here at the University of Dayton. So I want those alums to walk away saying, wow, what a passionate, intense, hard-playing team this year's Flyers are. It's coming up Saturday. It's uh, Valparaiso, 1 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins here with Mike Kelly and me at 1230, and then we'll be back here at Milano's next week to talk about it on another edition of the Rick Chamberlain Show. On behalf of our engineer producers, Griff Getz and, and Caleb McLeod, our student-athletes, Andrew Luchens and Kyle Butts, and, of course, the coach, Rick Chamberlain, I'm Larry Hanskin. Have a great week, everyone, and go Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.